It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Kings fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. All the frustration and disappointment of the past is gone. The 45-year drought is over. The Los Angeles Kings are indeed the kings of the National Hockey League. They are the 2012 Stanley Cup champions. Cleared away by the Kings, picked up by Martinez. Martinez to Clifford. Feed to the right side to Foley with a shot. Save rebound. Score! Alec Martinez has won the Stanley Cup for the Los Angeles Kings. And royalty reigns again in the NHL. What's up, Kings fans, and welcome to the Hockey Royalty Podcast, the official podcast of HockeyRoyalty.com. I'm Scott Kinville, and we have got one heck of a show lined up for you tonight. As you can see scrolling across the bottom of your screen, we have a new feature. You don't have to listen to me tell us all about your social media feeds anymore because we got them scrolling right across the bottom. And there you go. That's <laughs> I love surprises like that. <laughs> Oh, boy. And especially you're going to want to check out that YouTube uh, channel because we have got a really cool video made by the uh, the absent Russell Morgan tonight. Uh, again, he's doing king of analytical things, so we'll forgive him for that. So anyways, no, he's, he's headed to the rookie face-off. 
Well, yeah, he's going to oh, be doing yeah, analytical yeah. things there. So, and we're all jealous of him. That's uh... mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, before I bring in our guests, I'm going to bring in our panel for tonight. As always, riding shotgun with me is the uh, the editor in chief, if you will, of HockeyRoyalty.com. He is our Shakespeare. He is everything with the pen and the typewriter. <laughs> no, actually, I'm the typewriter. Uh, Mr. Ryan Sykes, what's going on, Ryan? Hey, Scott. I'm doing well. Been looking forward to this podcast. How are you? Oh, absolutely. I'm doing fantastic. I'm I'm pumped up for this one. This is going to be really cool. Absolutely. And taking uh, taking Russell's place tonight while he's in Arizona doing analytical things is uh, we got a new nickname for him because he's now teaching a college course. Not only is he a renowned author, he's teaching a college course now, guys, <laughs> on journalism from his alma mater. It is Ryan, the Professor Cowley. And there's his book right there. How yes. you doing, pal? Uh, Scott, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. Um, it's great to be here. And for the record, uh, my ego is very centered, so I am not jealous of Russell. <laughs> and I will keep telling myself that. <laughs> well, how can you be when you're a professor? Right? Well, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I'm going to bring our guest in. Our guest knows uh, King's prospect Brock Faber very well. Brock Faber plays at the University of Minnesota. And tonight we got his assistant coach there with the Minnesota Golden Gophers men's ice hockey team. It is Coach Garrett Raboying. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we Thanks appreciate for joining you coming us. on. Absolutely. Thank you. So how's things going out there in Minnesota? You guys getting ready for your season? Yeah, we are. We uh, Like I was talking to you guys before we uh, we started recording here, we've had two practices. We're one of the last teams in the country to start, uh, but it is a long season. We've, uh, you know, we're just happy to get things going. It was such a crazy year last year. Uh, we were able to get a season, you know, in, and we felt like, uh, you know, we had we had a little momentum. At the end of the year, there uh, ended too early, but again, a lot of returners. We have some uh, some exciting freshmen, and we just feel really good about our group. Nice, excellent, and we especially feel great about a Kings prospect you got there. So, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And, and I am I'm I'm happy to talk about Brock. Uh, you know, I've I've crazy as it sounds, I've coached. It seems like uh, mostly Kings players and prospects from my days at St. Cloud State. Uh, oh. Yeah. You know, Blake yeah, Lazat, uh, mm -hmm. part of recruiting him out of Minot and then watch him go to Fargo and then Nick Dowd and uh, Kevin yeah. Gravel, so on and so forth. So a lot of Kings uh, I've been fortunate enough to coach and, and uh, Brock's the, the latest one. And, and uh, you know, they certainly have a good one there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, no doubt. Garrett, I uh, just want to get a little bit of uh, information about your background. Obviously you're an assistant coach for Minnesota right now. So kind of a, uh, just uh, let the listeners know, you know, how, how you got started uh, to where you are now. Well, I played at St. Cloud State. I went through uh, Minnesota High School and on to the USHL for three years. Uh, was lucky enough to play four years at St. Cloud State and, and uh, was uh, part of the leadership group. Wore a letter there for a couple of years and, and I went over to Europe. And uh, two years over there, my wife and I had uh, our son uh, in the summer between my second and third season and I knew I kind of wanted to get into coaching wanted to be close to family coach Motsko gave me a chance kind of late in the summer and uh, I really hopped on a moving train that year to be quite honest and you know didn't recruit a player on that team just stood on the bench and, and was a cheerleader we went to the frozen four nice. um, and then I had uh, I had a good long run there at St. Cloud State coach Motsko takes the job here at the University of Minnesota 
Um, and I knew uh, that was the next step of my career. So now we're going into year four here. Um, and it's been, it's, uh, you know, not a long ride, but it's been a really fun one so far. Yeah, absolutely. And our condolences, by the way, that was, that's, that's awful. I, I appreciate yeah. you guys. And it's, yeah. it's, you know, our hearts go out uh, to coach Motzko and his family. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the hockey community has been incredible and just how they rallied and, and, you know, it puts everything in perspective, boy, at, at how much sure does. Uh, this is then a sport, you know, and uh, pretty humbling to be, to be quite honest. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. You no doubt. But, um, but, you know, did you, uh, did you have any conversations with uh, Team USA head coach Nate Lehman about Brock from his time at the World Juniors? And uh, if so, what kind of feedback did he provide? I mean, we, I coach Mosco coached the world junior. So, uh, he was, uh, he won a gold medal. He won a bronze medal. Uh, and then he's really close with coach Lehman. Um, I talked to Steve Miller an awful lot. Uh, one of the assistant coaches at Ohio state and helps run the, the decor, uh, most recently with the, the world junior team as they won gold. So we talked, uh, uh killer as he's known and myself talked, uh, quite a bit about, uh, Brock, but it, you know, the, you don't have to watch too much on the player to, to know what he is. And, and, uh, and he was a, a big value for them, you know, not, I mean, he's, a, he's one heck of a defender, but he walked away with five points in seven games and, and uh, played a crucial role in helping those guys win the gold. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, what's so impressive about him, just his poise. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> such a poise player, you know, he, he really is. There's well, no doubt gonna... about it. You're gonna see him again this year, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to remember he's he's just a he's a young man. Okay, well he's a young man and he's uh, uh, he's he's confident uh, and he welcomes the challenge and that's one of the greatest things about him and and you know as he he didn't come in as a lamb as a freshman but you know he was respectful and and by the end of the year that's what you saw was his personality started to come out he was able to welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the challenge and he was uh he was a guy that wanted to be on the ice for every team's top lines and uh the championship game of the big 10 playoffs we were playing wisconsin and there was no chance that cole caulfield was going to be on the ice and he wasn't going to be out there. <laughs> right yeah whether whether i wanted him out there or not he was going to be out there <laughs> sorry coach i'll go over the board he's just, yeah. hey, he's just one of those guys and, and you know what the... The Drew Dowdy mentality. You're not taking away my minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And, uh, you know. I just want to back up. Uh, you know, uh, Brock was initially committed to Notre Dame. Um, he's from Maple Grove, Minnesota. What was the reaction from yourself and the coaching staff when he decided to come back home? Oh, well, we're pretty happy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if we were doing the high fives, but it was a one happy staff. And you know what? Uh, you see that nowadays. He's a he's a uh, he's a Gopher fan growing up. Uh, commits at a young age. Yeah. Uh, he goes away to the national team development program, and and as time goes on, he he realizes he wants to be closer to home. So, um, and and we're certainly reaping the benefits of uh, that decision. And uh, I think he's having the time of his life. You know, he's he's <laughs> uh, he's where he wants to be, and and uh, he's all in right here. Oh, and then no about it. His freshman season at Minnesota, he scores uh, one goal, has 11, 11 assists, excuse me. You know, where did you see his game grow the most from day one that he stepped foot on campus to the final horn of the season? 
I mean, I think uh, I maybe touched on it earlier. You just saw him demand more ice, and he, you know, he's he's a confident kid. But you started to see that in his play, um, and you know, I think the twelve points he had with us. It, I mean, he had, I think he had forty-seven games at the program his final year, and he had twelve points. Hmm. Now he comes to us, he plays about half that, and he has twelve points, and. Yeah, he, he's so. I mean, as you guys will see in time, he's so much more than points. I mean, his yeah. value—he plays just—he plays heavy minutes. Uh, he plays against top teams for you know first lines. He he plays penalty kill. We we haven't really used him on a power play, and um, you know I think that I think just his his game was just emphasized that much more. Uh, as the season went on and, and we sure used them an awful lot in, in most situations. He took kind of a nasty fall in the big 10 semifinals against Michigan state to the end boards. Just kind of want to look for your comments on um, initially when the play happened. And then I think most people expected him to miss the big 10 championship, but he, he skated up, you know, what does that kind of say about uh, just his toughness? Well, he he's wants to play there and be there for his teammates is what it says. You know, first and foremost, I think that's what was on his mind when he went down. It, it was, it was awkward and you kind of just held your breath and, you know, he's getting evaluated. He doesn't finish that game. And, and, you know, you're kind of just uh, letting him be with the, the training staff and, 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 you know, letting them handle him because it's a quick turnaround. So we really didn't see him a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and the morning in, you know, the morning after it happened, we found that there's a possibility he could play. So, you know, a little story is he calls me. I know he's going to play, but not to what extent. And he calls me and he's like, hey, I'm I'm playing. And I was like, yeah, I know you are, Faves. And he's like, no, he's like, you don't, you don't understand. Like, you're going to play me, you know, uh, tonight. And I said, I know I'm going to play you. I will we'll figure out how much that is. He's like, I'm not just going to sit on the bench. You're gonna, I want a regular shift. And I'm thinking. Yeah. Said, Listen, buddy, I said, <laughs> if your jersey's in front of me, I said, you're going on the ice. We've been, you know, we've been doing this long enough already. You know, I'm going to play. I can't help myself. Yeah. So, but he just wants, he's a, hey, he's a gamer. He wants to be out there with his teammates. And, uh, you know what? It, he's one of the guys, man. He's a big part of our group. Do you expect, uh, I guess, from his freshman season to his sophomore season, do you kind of see him tapping into more of an offensive? <laughs> potential this coming season yeah that's one of those things we're going to work on as we grow his game and and you know he's coming back to the college to develop as a, as a player and that's one of those things we're going to touch on and you know it's uh you know it's nothing crazy right now with him it's just little tweaks like when he, if you guys could have seen him as a bantam player he's bantam player of the year in our state okay and he was running gun he was all offense, and then he went to the national team, and he really put an emphasis on rounding out his game defensively. And now there's that happy medium, and he's uh, I think he he values defending so much. He's committed to it, um, and he doesn't he doesn't sacrifice defense for offense, you know. And that's why you see it. I mean, he's such a dependable and reliable defender. But I think you know we can we can continue to grow his game. He's going to identify when he has opportunities to join the rush, you know, when, you know, he's in the offensive zone, where can he go to become available for a pass? And when he gets that pass, what's the next, what's the next play? Is it just get it to the pads? 
uh, or do you have enough time to maybe take what the goalie's giving you? Uh, so all those things, um, you know, could possibly lead to him getting more offense, but I'll, I'll say it like he's, he's such a valuable player as he is right now. Yeah. Um, but Hey, we're going to keep trying to grow that uh, layer of his game. And, you know, that's why it's so great. I'm sorry, Ryan. I just wanted to say real quick that that's why it's so great when players, for me personally, my standpoint, that they decide to stay, you know, at college and get that development time in. Because, you know, truthfully, the NCAA, of course, has grown leaps and bounds, you know, over the past few decades, really. There's no doubt about it. And, Coach, like you you and I were talking earlier, I mean, I live in upstate New York. So especially with the Big Ten, because, I mean, I grew up around the Hockey East, ECAC, the Big Ten has just become this phenomenal hockey conference. There's just no getting around it. And I'll tell you, you guys have got, like, the best competition in the NCAA there now. And for him to stay and, and be around your coaching staff and you and, and everything that goes with it is only going to be good for, for Brock, really. Well, and, it, and you know, everyone is starting to see how, how it translates. Uh, college hockey to the National Hockey League, like, the stats are coming out. It's his – uh, it's as good as it's ever been, uh, and it's not only for the prospects, not even not only for draft picks, but for free agents. I mean, sure. you, yeah. you guys have Blake Lazard right now. I, mm-hmm. Alex Iafalo, those are darn good players in the National Hockey League. Went undrafted. Yeah. Um, so, um, but hey, it is uh, the Big Ten's in a great place. Uh, we certainly are excited to have Brock back, and, and for the right reasons. And you know what? Uh, you have to realize too, like one of the big things is that summer of development. Now these guys, they were shorted that a summer ago. Now they had a chance to train uh, on campus um, with Cal Dietz, who's just outstanding here at the university of Minnesota. Uh, and we're starting to get some of the data back as we do our testing. And, you know, Brock's had that summer that he needed to have, you know, he, he's, he's such an athlete and, you know, 32 and a half inch vertical, uh, he probably one of the fastest players out of the blocks starting on the ice, but he's also the fastest player on our team on just in, in the street shoes, you know, sure. on solid ground. So, you I mean, he, that's, a, that's how he, he's just a, he's a heck of an athlete. He's explosive. And, and, and you see in his game like that, how he closes, uh, on people and takes away time and space is what really makes them special. So that's very interesting, actually. So for the off season, then just for our listeners who don't know, so you guys concentrate on the physical aspects and not so much on ice, you know, mechanics. Yeah, no, we're not allowed to work with them on the ice uh, in the summer uh, as NCAA rules uh, state. So we, they're, they're out of our hands and it's up to them, uh, but they can train on uh, campus in the weight room and in, in the facilities and, uh, you know, our, our, our weight training staff is tremendous as Cal Dietz leads it all. And there's, uh, he has a whole staff full of interns that, that really dedicate their summer to helping these athletes take the next step. And, and, uh, Brock's a beneficiary of them. Right. Excellent. What's, what's Brock squatting these days? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. The days of the old back squat, I think might be over. So they they have the The dumbbells. It's it's, it's a, it's like, Cal, it's a he's a mad scientist. I don't even I don't even start to try to figure out what they're doing up there. <laughs> you know, I I hate uh, kind of putting the, the pressure on um, yourself and the player, but is there a, is there a player that Brock reminds you of? 
you know, previous player or an NHL player? You know, that's a tough one. He's, he's unique and he's, uh, geez, he, he's kind of a combination of, of so many guys. Like he, you know, he's kind of a little bit like Ryan Suter. I know that's a, I mean, that's way up mm-hmm. here. Um, and he's, I mean, he's only a sophomore in college, but I think, yeah. uh, how well he skates, how efficient he is. He can play for days. Uh, he can help on the offense. And, and, you know, like I talked about, his ability to close and defend and, and just shut plays down is is one of the first things you notice. But then I think uh, going back to his draft year, when, it really, when his stock really started to rise was when the analytics started to talk about how uh, he connects the dots coming out of his own zone. Like he's just so efficient on – uh, moving the puck from his stick to one of his teammates stick and getting it up the rink. Like he doesn't make a lot of mistakes uh, on the breakout. Um, he's able to sort the play coming up the rink and, and, uh, and nowadays, Hey, you have to play with the puck nowadays. And, and uh, for him to be able to play with the puck and defend at a high level, I think, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's why we're talking about him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So is that one of the things that you think maybe has changed about the game, maybe more in the past five to 10 years, just how much you had to play with the puck as opposed to maybe teaching the dump and chase, so so to speak, or, or something like that? Well, it's the game is so fast. And, right. you know, the way the rules change, just, I mean, it's, it's, it's an extremely entertaining game to watch. But I think the type of player, you know, you just don't have, you know, four heavy uh, defender type, defenseman you know and and with two skill guys that play on the power play now you you, then now they all have to be able to skate and break pucks out and um and join in the offense it's it's the 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 positions of forward and defense are are not so like rigid they're it's kind of a five-man unit out on the ice at any time in today's game and uh it's fun to watch and and you know it's uh it takes you have to have the ability to skate and play with the puck, as you're saying. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's almost like a video oh. game now. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes too much. It gets a little scary on the bench. But... <laughs> so, uh, Garrett, we've talked about all of the positive things that Brock has going for him. You know, gap control, speed. Uh, he's starting to tap into that offensive potential. He back squats 1,000 pounds, one-legged. Um, <laughs> you know, which areas or uh, what – where do you see that he needs to kind of uh, improve the most coming into his sophomore year? I think, he, hey, we, we're growing the player. We're just the complete player. We're, um, there's no one major facet of his game that needs to be, uh, you know, turned around. Like I mm-hmm. said, we're, we're just tweaking here and there, um, maybe identifying when to join some, some – uh, like I talked about some, some things in the offensive zone that can maybe help him. Um, he's continue to, to grow those strengths of his game as well. We're not, you know, we're not just going to look at some things that could, you know, call them weaknesses if you may, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to continue to grow your strengths. Um, and that's his, that's his building blocks is his bread and butter uh, is that skating base uh, and, and ability to close uh, gap, gap and strike. He's uh you know, and, and we have a good group around him. Like he, he's uh, he's a big part of our team, and we we have a lot of depth. We feel in all three positions, but uh, particularly in our back end. And, and 
he's going to play with some good players. There's the high profile guys, the world junior guys in the drafts, but we have some undrafted guys that uh, play play a real strong game, and they're a close knit group, uh, and they're and fun to work with, boy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You guys look very strong last year, and I'm sure you'll be this year too. Yeah, and just uh, a couple more questions for you, Garrett. We can yeah. let you go, but you know, uh, I, I I know that you guys just skated as a team for the first time on Monday. So your two practices, three pack, three practices in, or whatever it might be. Um, the Big Ten is obviously looking pretty stacked with Michigan over there in Ann Arbor and Wisconsin. Is there any uh, inkling from Brock on uh, players he's anxious to to defend this year? No, I'm. I know his I know what his answer would be. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the league's the league's going to be strong. Um, everyone feels good about their team this time of year, you know. And um, we just hey, we have to. It's just, just one day at a time right now. And, and same with Brock. Like we we just have to continue to. Uh, we're just getting back into it right now. So it's baby steps from for now. And and we're gonna, uh, you know, when the games start up, there's gonna be two teams trying to win. So. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Our first challenge is uh, Alaska Fairbanks on October 2nd, and we're just looking forward to that date. Cool. Now, are you going to Alaska, or are they coming to you? No, they're coming to us. <laughs> so. I was going to say, and adjust to a big time change, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a good trip, though. I mean, we in the old WCHA, we used to go up to Anchorage all the time. Right. Um, and we, we really look forward to that Alaska trip. Uh, <laughs> just a little change of scenery. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we just want to thank you for for coming yeah. on and spending some time with us and sharing I got, some insight. Scott, I got one more question for Garrett. Oh, you know, sure. just uh, just to close here, um, Garrett. I just first want to thank you for for joining us tonight. But you know, what advice would you give to Brock as he kind of prepare, prepares, excuse me, uh, to enter the professional ranks? Well, hey, I I never played there. I've never played there. But he just has to be himself. It's it's uh, what he's done at every step of the way. You know, he's he's had success. Um, I think what's gotten him there, though, is just his competitiveness, his willingness to work. And he is one tremendous human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes a long way. Like uh, the value, take take hockey away from it. Uh, what he means to our room, uh, what he means to those players around him. I think uh, I think that's that's what uh, makes him the most special. He's he's a he's a family man. He's a team guy. Um and and that's what's going to take him the furthest. You know, when hockey's over, um, that's going to what that's what's going to keep him keep him going in this world. And um, he's he's got an exciting future, and and, and we're all going to have fun watching him. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'll tell you, we just can't wait to be able to to see him on TV when possible this year. And, and like I said, we know you guys are going to have a great season. So for sure. we just want to want to wish you the best of luck for this season. And um, and again. Thank you for, for coming on and taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. No, well, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, right. yeah, again, please give our condolences to Bob, please. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Thank Take you so Garrett. much, Coach. All right, Garrett, have a great evening. All right. Take guys. care. Goodbye. That was Coach Garrett Raboying from the Minnesota Golden Gophers mm-hmm. uh, men's ice hockey team. Assistant coach, sorry. Yep. Uh, that was interesting. That, that really was because, you know, I always That's wondered about that. On the college ranks, what they do in the offseason. Yeah, that was a good yeah. question, Scott. That was a very good question. You know, that's uh, very, very um, – I, I never realized that by NCAA rules that they can't be on the ice. I didn't mm-hmm. either. No, no. I did I not know, know that. that. So it truly is like a, a spring training camp when they come back. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. 
So, guys, not too much going on in the world of the Kings, but we do have the rookie tournament coming up. Uh, We've mentioned that before because our intrepid reporter, analytics king, Russ Morgan, is going to be going there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he heads there tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Um, So he had better get us some good pictures. And (laughs) he's going to be in hockey royalty trouble, I'll tell you. (laughs) There's a lot of pressure on him. So uh, what do you guys think? Uh, We got all the Kings rookies are going. And that looks like it's going to be a really fun tournament. And I think we can stream that, right? Yeah, uh, it's each uh, team's site is streaming it. So obviously go to the Kings website and there's probably a link there that you can watch all the games. Oh, okay. Because I originally thought it was going to be just on the uh, Arizona Coyotes site, but that's, that's good that I'd like to watch them on our home sites. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sure see all that Coyote stuff around it. Yeah. I'm not sure there'll be a, yeah, a broadcast team to it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we can just pretend. That's, that's coyote stuff. Anyone in the Coyotes organization watches this, we mean no disrespect. So yeah, so you hit full screen and it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let me get, ask you guys: Is there a certain uh, player or players (plural) that you guys are anxious to uh, monitor or keep tabs on? Uh, that's a good question. You mean besides the obvious? Um, of course, you're going to want to watch Byfield, you know, naturally, and especially to see how his foot's coming along. Um, I'm very curious to see what Turcotte's going to bring. That was yeah. my answer. My answer is Turcotte. He got yeah. short with the development camp. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I want to add my agreement there because, like, like uh, um, don't get me wrong. Like, like I'm excited for um, – uh, like Byfield and Kaliev, uh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. uh, no, mainly because they, they already had a chance to have uh, a plane oh, yeah, already. Right. I mean, granted, sure. Kaliev was only one game, uh, right? But, but he did uh, score, yeah, he did. He, yes, he did. I think that was like his only shot on goal, too. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's got to be going on one for one, one his, shot, one goal, and they sent me back to Ontario. What's going on? Here? Like he's batting a thousand. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, um, uh, I was going to say. T- Ted Williams is rolling in his grave, but he's uh, <laughs> preserved, so he's doing something else. <laughs> oh, the historical okay. reference. Even if it was the Boston Red Sox, yeah. you're okay, Ryan. That's okay, fine. I went way off track. Uh, no, no, I just wanted to, like, like kind of touch on Ryan's set because, like, uh, you know, especially because, like, like Turcotte's had his setbacks with, with the injuries the last couple of years, right? So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think uh, – I think there's going to be a couple of players coming into not only this, but going into, you know, training camp. They're probably going to be playing perhaps with, a, I want to say, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think Turcotte's going to be one of them. Yeah. I think Rasmus Kupari is going to be another one. Yeah, that's right. You know, he's, he's got to push now. I mean, this is his time, right? Hmm. So, I mean, I know we kind of keep saying the same things over and over again, but it's true. You know, well, they're I, starting to get closer to making their debut. And, right. um, you know, they're starting to jockey for a position on who's going to, funnel through to the to the nhl and another player i guess i left out and um i'm curious to, to keep tabs on is brant clark sure yes. right sure, sure. i, yeah. I want to see how he does against uh the other team's rookies uh, uh, uh well uh, yeah. yeah i'm especially excited for uh and francisco Pinelli too but especially mm-hmm. especially Clark because, like because the circumstances in the last year uh, a lot of kids uh, uh, drafted this past year, uh, you know, unlike kids in the past, actually had a chance to, uh, uh, to go over and sure, uh, over yeah. and, and, absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, play professionally. So, yeah. I'll tell you what's going to be interesting to see what happens with Clark after his junior his se- season in junior this year when he's done with Barry, 
you know, depending obviously on how far they go playoff wise yeah. or anything like that, or if he ends up getting traded, because that's happened in the OHL as well. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, yeah. If, you know, if it is an early exit, say out of the playoffs or, or whatever, you know, does he end up in Ontario? Uh, well, that's is it going to be if possible? They that, if they have that stipulation. If that stipulation's gone, yeah. that's, yeah, that's a big yeah. F too. <laughs> But uh, well, I don't know because he'd have to play what twenty games. Um, I don't know if they count the the European yeah. leagues. Yeah, uh, I don't think we ever. I, I don't think we ever got final uh, clarification on that. But um, something I am curious though is, do you guys think he'll get a cup of coffee with the Kings? You know, at the beginning or the tail end of the season? I would say closer to the tail end. Yeah, and, and I yeah. think, and I think really because right now. The Kings' defense core is settled, but it's not. Yeah. So yeah, you got the right. you got the seven who you know are going to be there, <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty much, right? Now it's all jockeying. Who's going to be well, where? And personally, to me, and of course, I'm not you know Rob Blake or, or Coach McClellan or anything like that. Far from it. Mm-hmm. But I I would say that let Clark go back to his junior team. Let him get playing time in. Yeah. Because if you're going to have him sticking around for a cup of coffee, but you're not going to play him, you know, sort of like what happened with Bjorn Fark. Couple, yeah, a couple of years, three right? games. Yeah, but he was up there for like twelve. So yeah, he was. <laughs> see, that makes you know it doesn't make a lot of sense. Let him go back to Barry, get playing time in, mm-hmm. and then we will re- reevaluate once the season's over and or towards the end of the season, I should say. Now, if the Kings are contending and they're in the middle of a playoff fight, you may not see him anyway, because if especially if they got something that's working on D, why fix what's not broke? Even he if does. you do want to see your exciting rookie. There's always uh, next year for that. Just just a message to our listeners, you know, if anyone's willing to share their OHL all access season pass with us, <laughs> you uh might be get a very you might be getting a very underwhelming prize or something that we can hand yeah. out. <laughs> We're all about bartering here. <laughs> uh oh guys, coming my men in task this coming season. Uh yeah. for the platform, I will be covering the OHL's uh Miss Saga Steelhead. So uh, there you go. So, uh, so I thought now's a good time as any is like uh, I believe Barry will be in town uh, two, three uh, times this season at least. Okay. So, ah. great. so yeah. much like Russ. Yeah. Exactly. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, I will. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Um, like I said, it's going to be really fun to watch the rookie tournament. Uh, September 17th, I think that starts through the 20th, correct? 17th, yes. You got it. All right, perfect. Sorry. And we'll, we'll of course, have our intrepid reporter, uh, Russell Morgan, out there covering it for us, too. <laughs> so, can't wait. Absolutely. Okay, I want to thank uh, assistant coach Garrett Raboyne for coming on. And we also want to thank Ryan Sykes and Ryan Cowley for joining me. I'm Scott Kenville. Thanks for listening tonight. And we will see you next time on the Hockey Royalty Podcast. Go Kings, go. See you guys. Have a good night. night.